to another episode of Simply Medicare. I'm your host, Debbie Straup, your Michigan Medicare specialist, and I am super excited to bring on Dustin today. We're going to be talking about the Medicaid redetermination. And I know that sounds like, Ugh, but trust me, we need this information. We need to be able to figure this out. Those of you that are getting those letters through the mail, you might think it's spam. You might think it's junk mail. You toss it aside. And then all of a sudden, uh, you're going to your doctor's office and they're like, you don't have any insurance. And you're like, what? So this is super important that we tackle this head on and help you to get through this, to make sure that you don't lose your health insurance. But if you don't qualify for Medicaid again, then you're starting to panic. Oh my gosh, what am I going to do? I can't afford health insurance. So let's all take a deep breath. There's lots of options out there. Dustin's the expert on it. He's going to walk us through on what we need to do to make sure that we have health insurance, no matter what it is. So Dustin, welcome. We're excited to have you here. Tell us a little bit about yourself. Yeah, thank you, Debbie. I really appreciate it. And I appreciate you getting this information out. It's uh, a very confusing topic. It's also uh, not a fun topic to talk about because people are going to be impacted all over the country by this. And it's it's uh, it's a tough, I guess, situation people are being put into. But um, yeah, a little bit about myself, Dustin Van Dyne, been in the industry for about 18 years now, um, was a carrier rep with Health Alliance Plan or HAP for roughly 10 years. Um, and my job is basically for 18 years been educating people on topics such as this Medicaid determination, Medicare Advantage, how to enroll in the marketplace. And so that's, I guess, why Debbie has reached out to me is trying to bring that experience and education that I've had and I've done a lot of work with different associations as far as government programs such as this and helped, um, I guess, fight on behalf of agents and clients on trying to get the government to understand the impacts of stuff like this. So I'm excited to be here and really appreciate you doing this, Debbie. Oh, it's my pleasure because this is going to affect thousands of people uh, just in the state of Michigan. So let's talk about, first of all, what is Medicaid redetermination? Go ahead. Yeah, so Medicaid redetermination has always been around. It's been something that's been in place since Medicaid basically has been around. And what happens is every 12 months, MDHS or Medicaid basically would have someone go through a process of determining if they're still eligible for Medicaid. So verifying assets and income and just making sure, yes, this person still qualifies for Medicaid. During the pandemic or uh, COVID, as we call it, started basically in March or uh, February of 2020, MDHS decided that they were no longer going to review people's status. And so as of May 2020, they stopped the Medicaid redetermination. So no matter what your income is, your assets, if you were on Medicaid or the government thought you should be on Medicaid, you got put on it and you couldn't opt out of it. And so basically the last three years, that whole Medicaid redetermination has been on freeze or non-existent. So you have a lot of people that were new to Medicaid during this time. Um, and just to give you an idea, in Michigan, we're sitting at about 3.1 million people on Medicaid. But prior to the pandemic, it was just over a million. So you had a lot of people get put into it. Um, some people not eligible for it. So what's happening is now that the pandemic, or at least the state of emergency is over, they have started 
to bring, they have brought back the Medicaid redetermination program. So now what's going to happen over the next roughly 14 months is they are going to have people fill out this paperwork and you have to fill out the paperwork to see if you still qualify for Medicaid. And that's kind of what we're going to be talking about today and going through the process. And hopefully we can help everyone understand what they need to do. So you're saying that pre-pandemic, a million or so people were on Medicaid in the state of Michigan. During the pandemic or after the pandemic ended, which was a little while ago, three million. So it's roughly tripled. So now I'm going through, I've got Medicaid and I, I, basically you're saying we need to go through the process that we've had to go through in the past, except during the pandemic. So now the government wants to be able to determine if I should stay on Medicaid or not. Is that is that correct? Yeah. So basically what's happening or will happen over the next 14 months is everyone has a renewal date. So the first is starting right now is people that their Medicaid renewals is July 1st. They're going to receive a packet. So it's not everyone at once. So not all 3.1 million are getting their packet this month. It's basically the people that had a July 1st renewal are receiving the packet. So you're going to receive a packet from MDHS or Medicaid. And if your renewal is July 1st, you're receiving the packet in May. So right now, and you must complete the paperwork and submit by June 1st. They're then going to do a 30-day review. And basically, July 1st, they're going to decide if you're eligible or not. If you do not complete the paperwork and your Medicaid basically renewal was July 1st, they will automatically terminate your Medicaid on July 1. So that's the scary part of this is, is some people... Oh, they forgot to update their address on Michigan Bridges or they got the paperwork and they lost it. Um, they will lose eligibility. So it's that's the scary part of this is and the government's expecting over the next 14 months, anywhere from 400,000 to a million people in Michigan alone will lose their Medicaid status. That is unbelievable. And all right, let's talk about the packet. So I get everybody gets junk mail. How do I determine if that is junk mail? Because I'm sure there's going to be scammers out there that are going to hop on this. They're going to send something that's going to look like it. And I already filled that out when it really wasn't. How, how do I determine if this is legitimate or not? So the first advice I would definitely say is you need to go on the Michigan Bridges website, which everyone that has Medicaid has a login okay. and log in there verify your information, verify your address, your phone number. Um, yes, I would expect a lot of scammers out there. Um, and, and the interesting thing is usually we say that, you know, Medicaid, Medicare will never contact you. However, in this situation, they are going to be calling you. But your job is to take that paperwork and it's going to be an official letter. It's going to have the Michigan stamp, basically department stamp on the corner of the, the letter or the paperwork. Um, you can always call and verify, but it's going to have all of your information on that letter where normally it's just going to have your name and address. You want to make sure it has all your information on the letter. That's what's going to verify that it's a actual document. In that letter, they're going to tell you all the details. Basically, we need a copy of all of your W-2s, your assets, everything. And it's quite in depth. Now, if you have access to a computer, I would highly recommend submitting this paper through the Michigan Bridges website, doing it all online. That way you don't have to worry about paper getting lost in the mail. 
Um, I know people are tempted to send stuff through the mail, yeah. but this, this documentation is extremely important because if they don't receive it on time or receive it at all, your, your Medicaid will terminate. You can also uh, call them and do a lot of the stuff over the phone and then submit it in, uh, in person. So dropping it off. So I would highly recommend, I'm not a big fan of mailing stuff as, that's important as this. I would drop it off in person or um, do it online through the Michigan Bridges website. Yeah, that sounds great. I mean, some of us may not have access to a computer or have Wi-Fi, but you can drop it off online. You can call. If you don't feel comfortable sending it through the mail, that's a lot of really personal information to be sending through the mail. There are other options. Correct. Is that what you're saying? Okay. All right. So. Yeah, no, I definitely would. Uh, yeah, I, I would avoid the mail if possible. Obviously, if you don't have a way to avoid the mail, then yeah, it's your only option. But again, going even to a local library and sitting there and going on the website and doing it, mm -hmm. you're, you're better off versus then sending it to the mail. Okay. So they need all of this stuff to determine if you're still going to be eligible for Medicaid. So they make this determination. What are the, the different determinations that they can make? So they got all this paperwork on Jane Doe, John Doe, what what can the outcome be from the determination? Yeah, so we're basically looking at four situations, I guess is the best way to explain it. So uh, situation number one, easiest, is you fill out the paperwork and you're a July 1st renewal. You fill out the paperwork in June, you sent it in on time, everything's good, and Medicaid comes back and says, yes, you're eligible, you don't need to change anything. So that's kind of option one, no change in benefits, no change in anything. Um, and they're expecting roughly around 1.5 million to 2 million people to be in that situation uh, where nothing changes. Then the other situation, uh, which is, I, I guess, an option is, yes, you're qualifying for Medicaid still, but you're over the age of 65. So not only are you qualified for Medicaid, you've been redetermined, but you're also qualifying for Medicare Advantage. So there's many options out there for those. We call them dual enrolled. So they have Medicaid and Medicare. Yep. What you have to be careful of is there's people in the situation today that have Medicare, Medicaid, and they're on a plan called a D-SNP. Okay. Yep. So the thing about the D-SNP is it's a dual enrolled Medicare Advantage plan. But because these people are dual enrolled, they have to make sure they still submit their paperwork for Medicaid or they will lose that plan also. Um but if you, you're in a situation where you qualify for Medicaid and Medicare, you're on Medicare Advantage, I highly recommend looking at what we call a DSNP plan or dual enrolled Medicare Advantage plan. It's going to give you a lot of extra benefits. Okay. Then we have the other side of things. This is the scary part. And that's where I think, David, we can come and help. And I know you're trying to do a lot of education is yep. we're going to have roughly 400,000 to a million people over the next 14 months that will lose Medicaid. Just so in Michigan, maybe the situation right? is they were just, just in, Michigan. in Michigan. I've heard anywhere from crazy. Yeah. So I've heard between 12 and 18 million people across the country will lose Medicaid. Um, but yeah, Michigan alone are almost a million people. So it's a lot, a lot. Yeah. It's, it's going to have some impacts for sure. Um, but if they lose Medicaid, there are some options. So we'll talk about if you're under age 65, the first option. So under 65, you lose Medicaid, you don't have Medicare, 
you'll be able to go onto the marketplace and agents like Debbie can assist on this process. You'll go onto the marketplace and depending on your income, you can receive subsidies. Those subsidies can assist in bringing down the premium. And you might be able to get a premium as low as $10 a month, but it will depend on your income. Um, enrolling and getting those subsidies, it, they don't look at your assets. It's 100% dependent on income. So that is an option. You lose, you lose your, your Medicaid status. We can and Debbie can assist in enrolling in a plan on the marketplace. And there's many options. Um, and the coverage is great. So that, that's kind of one scenario. The other scenario is like kind of what I mentioned earlier is maybe you're over the age of 65 and you're losing Medicaid, but you qualify for Medicare. That's again, where Debbie can assist picking out a plan. There's hundreds of options for Medicare yeah. um, and it can be very confusing, but an agent like Debbie can assist in going through and finding the plan that makes the most sense based on your medical situation, the doctors you have, the prescriptions you're on. And so we would highly recommend choosing an agent to partner with to go through this process because as this it is definitely going to be confusing, there's a lot of paperwork involved, but someone like Debbie can make it a lot simpler to understand. Yeah. And, and it sounds like they don't have a lot of time. There's no wiggle room in this. It's now May. It needs to be in by June 1st. They determine it's effective July 1. There's no wiggle room, it seems like. No, there's not. I mean, the only option they have is, let's just say I did forget to submit the paperwork or they lost my paperwork. If I qualify for Medicaid and I didn't submit it, they are giving me 90 days to fix it. Um, but that 400000 or whatever, those people that don't qualify for Medicaid, I'm going to be notified basically June 20th or 30th that I've lost my Medicaid. If I don't enroll prior to July 1st, I potentially could have a gap in coverage. Ugh. So this is something you really want to stay on because if I wait to get the notice from Medicaid that I've lost it, you probably won't be notified till July 1st meaning I won't be able to get a plan on the marketplace or a Medicare plan until August 1st. So you really need to watch this extremely close. I highly recommend working with an agent, going through this process, working with them to show you how to go online so you can track the status because I, I don't want people waiting until that July 1st date and having that gap in coverage, especially if you're on prescriptions or um, seeking care for medical situations. Yeah, so potential dangerous situation, we go to a doctor, we go to the emergency room, we go to a dentist, anywhere, and they're like, mm, sorry, you don't have any coverage. And you're like, what? It, it could potentially be a really terrible situation that folks are in, and they may or may not even be aware of it. Yeah, yeah, we're expecting, yeah, it's a, it's a could be a catastrophic situation for someone financially. Um, and we, we've talked to people that are going through this process and they're right in the middle of a, a liver transplant or kid, kidney transplant. It's like, you have to make sure you document, Hey, I submitted the paperwork here. Yep. Um, this is the date I submitted it. Here's the location. I dropped it off. Just really sticking to this. It's not one of those things. Well, I'll get to it when I get to it. <laughs> just, mm -mm. Um, you potentially could lose health insurance and the government's going to say, Nope, we sent you lots of notices. We gave you calls. There's nothing we can do. So it is a 100% responsibility on the individual. Uh, we are, as Debbie, we're here to assist 
in this process. We just want to make sure that people don't go uninsured because we know of what happens in that situation. But like you mentioned, people are getting letters now. They're getting calls now. Um, there is enough time. You just don't wait. Don't put this paperwork to the side and then you lose it. Right. And how long is, I think you mentioned, how long is this Medicaid redetermination? I know you said it starts in May and is it going like a year and a half? How long is this going for? Yeah. So you, everyone has an effective date. So if your renewal is July 1st, you'll do it starting now already. But the actual redetermination of existing people will run through uh, end of June, 2024. But then uh, again, we're back to the old way where every 12 months you really have to do this. Um, it's just, it's never been the volume we're looking at today and it's because they haven't done it in three years. So it's just a higher volume. Um, and a lot of people that haven't done this in the past. Okay. So this isn't new then for folks that have been on Medicaid prior to the pandemic. They're used to filling out this paperwork. This might just come as something unusual or new to the folks that received Medicaid during the pandemic itself. Is that is that right? Yeah. So you're looking roughly maybe a million and a half people that received Medicaid during the pandemic. It's that population that really isn't going to understand or at least isn't used to doing this process. Okay. All right. So let's say I was supposed to turn in my paperwork in June, but I didn't for whatever reason. And now it's December or October. Can I still turn it in for a determination or has my window been closed? What are my options if I miss my window? So you have 90 days. If you get so if your coverage is terminated July 1st and you're like, no, I, I qualify for Medicaid. You have 90 days to fix it and it'll be retro. But if you go past that 90 days, so in this case, we're looking at July, they were supposed to do it. They didn't. So now they lost coverage. They basically have July, August and September to get it fixed. If it's October and they haven't fixed it at this point, they're without coverage. It won't go retro. Um, they can reapply and start over for Medicaid. It'll be a future effective date or they can go to the marketplace or if over the age of 65, they can choose Medicare. Um, but again, everything is time sensitive because there's also enrollment dates of, hey, I lost coverage. Well, how long ago? Well, I lost it 180 days ago. Well, now you might not have an option to even enroll in an individual or Medicare plan. So everything is extremely time sensitive. And again, there isn't a lot of like, oh, I made a mistake and the government's going to work with you to fix it. No, no. No, because they're black and white. I mean, it's it's either yes or no. There's no gray. There's no, okay, well, we understand you were getting gallbladder yep. surgery or your dad was sick. It doesn't matter. Doesn't matter, yep. sounds like. That's pretty yep. harsh. That's pretty harsh. But those are the rules. As long as we know the rules, we can play the game. And these are yep. the rules. So you can't say now, oh, I didn't know. So I think... The best thing to do is if you're not sure, can they call their social worker to get some help on this? Yeah, I would. So I'll give you some phone numbers here. So okay. first off, I mean, I would I would definitely partner with an agent like Debbie. I mean, that's the best advice I can give you on this stuff because it is complicated. Um, but obviously, there's only so many agents and obviously a lot more people than agents that are impacted by this. But you definitely want to go, if you have access to a computer, to michigan.gov 
forward slash MI Bridges. So michigan.gov forward slash MI Bridges. Here you can log into your Medicaid account. You can see the status, your renewal date. You can see the paperwork you're supposed to be submitting um, and a lot more information. So I definitely would recommend going there. If you don't have access to a computer or internet, then you're going to want to call them. And the phone number is 1-800-642-3195. Again, that's 1-800-642-3195. And they can assist in this process. But again, they're not going to be able to help you if you're you know, on the verge of losing Medicaid or going to lose Medicaid. They can't really help you in that next step. The next step is picking up a playing on the marketplace and getting subsidies or rolling in Medicare. They're not going to assist with that process. Um, I've also heard of a lot of people already that saying I should have never been on Medicaid, but they wouldn't let me opt out of it. Well, you can go on that site and say, I'm not going to qualify and opt out now and actually get enrolled in Medicare or a marketplace plan. You don't have to wait for your renewal um, at this point. So something to also be aware is if you're like, you know, I really want to just get off Medicaid you can start that process at this time. Sounds like a very serious topic and it's not to be taken lightly. Yeah, the worst thing is being uninsured, underinsured or uninsured completely. And yeah, this is kind of that time. Yeah, and we don't, we don't want that. We don't want to end up at the doctor's office or like I said, the emergency room and say, mm, you don't have insurance. That's, that's not what we want to do. So Dustin, thank you so much for helping us to understand what the heck this Medicaid redetermination is both nationally and locally. And I think you've helped us to understand what it is and what we need to do. And bottom line, the government doesn't care what your excuse is. You need to do this. You need to be responsible, get this paperwork in uh, by any means possible and make sure that they get that so that they can determine if you're eligible for Medicaid going forward. And if you're not, you've got some tools in your tool belt to help you get the insurance that you need to make sure that you've got that coverage to help you. Debbie, I really appreciate you covering this topic. It is extremely yeah. important. Um, it's a it's a tough, tough situation to be in, but I know agents like yourself are there to assist. So highly recommend partnering with an agent that's licensed for Medicare and the uh, marketplace, reach out to Debbie and thanks for having me on your, your podcast today. Oh, truly my pleasure. You're a great guy and, and you really are helping a lot of folks to get an understanding of what this is all about. And that's another episode of Simply Medicare. I'm your host, Debbie Strout, your Michigan Medicare specialist. Looking forward to seeing you all again soon. If you've enjoyed this edition of Simply Medicare podcast and you don't want to miss any future episodes, please make sure to subscribe wherever you get your podcast. Please also leave comments and offer feedback so we can make this podcast the best it can be for you. If you need assistance with your Medicare signup or you just have general Medicare questions, make sure to reach out to me at 248-227-0347. You can also reach me online at michiganmedicarespecialist.com or through my email at debbie at michiganmedicarespecialist.com. I really look forward to working with you soon.